escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad, ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello and welcome to Joy News at 6. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Klenam Radio, Bator, Gaskiar FM, Tichiman, and Radio Wawa, Get Radio TV and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up, Keta Lagoon floodgates opening in Volta region commences to alleviate severe fra- regional flooding. I say threatening because since I was born in this area, I'm not sure I've lived, I have lived to see this high level. More as the Ghana Armed Forces dismisses reports suggesting it has withdrawn its men from one of the worst affected areas, Mepe. Also, government reveals over 800 persons are facing prosecution over illegal mining charges. Ashawan, the judgment will be on the 4th of December. Mm. And as we speak now, there are over 130 Galamsekis pending in the costing. What do you have in business, Daryl? Hi, Hannah. Banks wrote of 2.416 billion cities as bad debt in the first eight months of this year. Details on the Joy Business Report. And later in our Fair Delegate series, bolder delegates share what will influence their votes in the upcoming MPP presidential primaries. I will take it, but I will vote for you. Because I believe it's the taxpayers' money. Uh, when he comes with yeah. money, gifts, I will call it. Because we are all uh, elephants' family. We have details of these and more with me, Hannah Odami. The opening of the Keta Lagoon floodgates in the Volta region has started to allow the free flow of the lagoon into the sea to mitigate the devastating flooding in the three municipalities of Keta, Angloga and Keta South as well as the three-ton district. This, according to the MCE for Keta, Emmanuel Gamaga, is to help avert flooding of the major roads that link the three municipalities as a result of the Akosumbo Dam spillage. Ivy Setoji has more in the reports. The MCE Emmanuel Gamega noted that it was important to highlight that any intervention should be based on sound scientific knowledge and expertise which according to him have been done. He said there have been extensive consultations with all the stakeholders. This time is the right time okay. and also for the fact that this is the time we have seen this uh, threatening high levels of the lagoon. I say threatening because since I was born in this area, I'm not sure I've lived, I have lived to see this high level over 1.8 meters. I've not seen that before. We quickly have to put in place measures, invite experts uh, who help us to, to, to uh, know the decisions to be taken. So I think we are not too late. 
Meanwhile, the Ghana Armed Forces has dismissed reports suggesting it has withdrawn its men from one of the worst affected areas, that's Mepe. My colleague Maxwell Agbagba joins me in the studio with details of that statement they released. Maxwell, what mm. uh, more explanation does the Ghana Armed Forces give for in the statements? Well, Hannah, the Ghana Armed Forces says the personnel have not been given any orders from above to withdraw from Mepe or any other community affected by the spillage. Contrary to the social media posts, it says as of 22nd October 2023, the situation in Mefer had been brought under considerable control and therefore it became necessary to urgently redeploy some personnel and equipment to other distressed communities around Bato and into environs which were in dire need of support. It says following the redeployment of additional personnel and equipment to these distressed communities, the operations being conducted have been varied to suit the evolving situation. It says it might be placed on record that for the purpose of this operation, the Ghana Armed Forces has established an emergency operation center which is coordinating all the GAF activities in a harmonized manner in conjunction with NADMOANA. Thank you very much, Maxwell, and our colleagues in the affected areas will be bringing us updates on this deployment and more. Let's move on. And more than 800 persons are facing prosecution for their involvement in illegal mining cases. Now, this forms part of efforts by the state to end the Galamse menace, which has resulted in environmental degradation in the affected communities. Deputy Attorney General Alfred Tua Yabwa, who was speaking on the probe, hinted, aside the popular Aisha One case, which is expected to end on on December 4, there are more than 100 cases. Ashawan, the judgment will be on the 4th of December. Mm. And as we speak now, there are over 130 Galamse cases pending in the courts in Ghana. 130. And the accused person involved in that case, there are over 800. 800. Over 800 people are facing prosecution. Or Ghanaians or foreigners. Both foreigners as well. and then Ghanaians. Mm. So, in terms of prosecution, we are doing it. When it comes to the punishment, prior to 2019, People could be fined, they could be imprisoned up to three years. Now, there was an amendment to the Minerals and Mining Act. Now, the minimum is 15 for, for, yes. for Ghanaians. Foreigners, minimum is 20 years up to 25. So now, legal regime is well set up. Mm. But it's about getting evidence to prosecute. You heard the Deputy Attorney General Alfred Tua Iyabua. Director of the Ghana School of Law, Barry Mayao Kudiopong, has dispelled rumors that there has been a deliberate effort to fail students entering the Ghana School of Law. His comments come in reaction to long-held assertions that a school intentionally fails students in the entrance exams due to lack of adequate infrastructure to accommodate the trooping numbers. While speaking on the law show on Sunday, Mr. Opong said the law school has no hands in the conduct of the entrance exams. The school and the profession has become so attractive that nearly every professional wants to enter. Mm. Medical doctors, pharmacists, even paramount chiefs, mm. um, consultants, top politicians. police officers, politicians mm. abound, yeah. top military officers. They are all coming to the Ghana School of Law. Mm. Even those who have retired still want to learn at the school. And, and so you cannot have any evidence in my view, and there is none, mm. that anybody deliberately want to restrict as a, in fact, when exams are written, and this time, I can say, if I'm, I hope I'm permitted, mm. that Ghana School of Law, for example, has nothing to do with the entrance exams in terms of certain questions and marking. 
You heard the director of the Ghana School of Law, Barry Mayao Kudie Opong. Management of the University of Ghana has unveiled fresh plans to constitute a committee that will seek to update the historical records of Ghana's premier public tertiary institution. The Vice Chancellor, Professor Nana Abba Ampia Ampo, revealed this to Blaise Soga as the university celebrates its 75th anniversary. As the university marks a milestone, Ghana's President Nana Atudankwa Ekufwado is amongst many who have called for deep introspection and acknowledgement of the selfless dedication of individuals who have contributed to the establishment of the university. I'm not at all far-fetched to describe Joseph Wachidankwa as the founder of this university, a fact which on the 75th anniversary of his existence should be vividly recalled by all of us who have been and are the beneficiaries of his work. The comments of the president stoked debate amongst the university community. I put this across to Professor Amphil, who disclosed to me that a committee will be constituted in the coming days to accurately capture and reflect the roles many individuals may have played in aiding the cause of the university. But essentially they would be reviewing and updating the history that has been uh, documented up to when we were 50 years old. You heard Vice-Chancellor of the University of Ghana, Professor Nana Abba Ampia Afu, ending that report by Blazet Suga. Now, former MPP General Secretary, the late Kujo Owusu-Efriye, who was popularly known as Sir John, once made the statement, fear delegates, in reference to how delegates can smile in pretense towards an aspirant, then take his gift and assure him of their votes, only to vote against him in the end. Well, fear delegates has since become a famous statement, especially during internal party elections in Ghana. Ahead of the MPP presidential primaries coming up in November 4, Joy News will be taking, talking to delegates across the country to find out what influences their choice of a candidate to vote for. The Upper East Regional Correspondent Albert Story has been speaking to some delegates in Boga and has come through with this report. I am here at the Upper East Regional Office of the New Patriotic Party. My mission is to speak to delegates of the party to find out what they have in mind as the party prepares to go into the November 4 presidential primaries to select a new flag bearer to lead them into the 2024 elections. It is a well-known secret that politicians during primaries like the upcoming one often induce delegates with money, valuable items like electronic appliances, food items, and even promises of appointing the delegates to certain positions in government. Look, look at my outfit. How much? My, my gladiators. Oh, let's see, long boot. How many pounds? Please. I ask for money. When you come and give me money, you need to let the person respect delegate. I will take it, but I will vote for you. Because I believe it's the taxpayer's money. It is our money. I pay tax. I will take it and I will vote for you because you cannot vote my vote. No, fear delegates. It's not true because uh, when he comes with yeah. money, gifts, I will call it because we are all uh, elephants family. It is one way or the other. We, the politicians, who have made the delegates to behave like that. 
Well, Albert Sorry filed that report on Fear Delegates. There's more news with a click on myjoyonline.com. That's all for the news at six with me, Hannah Odami. Thank you so much for your company.